want to welcome you to a special one-time core volunteer training specifically aimed at December conference and lobby day Q&A. I think earlier I mistakenly called it fall conference and I guess I guess it is the fall conference, right? But it's in December, which is technically early December is still fall. So Core Volunteer Training, as you may know, is a weekly webinar program of the Citizens Climate Lobby that supports CCL supporters, especially new and newer supporters, as well as emerging group leaders to um, access, easy access to training opportunities on topics relating to climate change and effective climate advocacy. I get to be your host this evening. My name is Tamara Staten. I am CCL's Education and Resilience Coordinator. I'm really glad to have you all here. So now I get to introduce our speakers for this evening. Allison Cabisco started with Citizens Climate Lobby and Citizens Climate Education in 2015 through an internship with CCL's Marketing and Events Manager, helping with the coordination of the international conferences and November Lobby Days. As National Events Manager, Allison continues to support the organization of CCE and CCL's DC conferences along with the marketing and volunteer teams, develops resources volunteers use in the field. And as the Director of Congressional Liaisons and Lobby Days, Amy Bennett provides training and support to volunteer liaisons as they build relationships with congressional offices and help representatives move up the ladder of support for effective legislative action. She is responsible for organizing CCL's Lobby Days in Washington, D.C., including mentoring liaisons on how to schedule and organize congressional meetings and to maintain productive dialogues through the year. And obviously, she also helps us with our local in-district lobby events as well. So our agenda this evening is to start with CCL Fall Lobby Days overview, and then we will have a Q&A discussion followed by an overview of the CCL conference with more Q&A discussion with that. And, and with that, I pass it to you, Amy. Great, well, welcome everybody. Thank you so much for coming. I see some familiar faces. Hello, and welcome to the new people. So the first thing I wanna say about lobbying is it's really exciting to lobby, whether it's in person or on Zoom, it's very exciting. A little bit out of our comfort zones, but that's, what makes it exciting as well as the fact that you're part of something that is really making a difference. And we have seen a tremendous difference in our lobbying and the progress of climate related bills this year. So we meet with members of Congress to move them up the ladder of support for effective climate action and working towards carbon pricing. And how we do it is by being prepared. We rehearse, we practice so that we can build a trusting relationship with our member and have a, a, a well-oiled machine when we go in and meet with either our member of Congress or their staff, and we listen and meet them where they are. So in preparing for the fall conference, I'm gonna ask um, Tamara to put, put a little link in the chat for you if you wanna use that link. And, um, and then in terms of uh, participating uh, in lobby meetings, uh, First of all, I would encourage any of you who are not already signed up to be on a lobby team to contact your group leader, the liaison, or your state or regional coordinator to say, I want to be a part of this. Uh, there's no registration required for the virtual lobbying this fall. So the lobby team formation is actually underway. Uh, we actually include some of the names of people in the lobby team in our in the liaisons due at, at any rate in their request for a meeting to 
to to make the case for why the member should meet with us. We're constituents. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, the lobby days are virtual this fall. There might be a few exceptions to that, but most of them are virtual. And we are already in the process of requesting these meetings. And most of them are going to be around the time frame of November uh, 28th through December 9th. But there's a few outside of that range. And I do, um, I, I also like to suggest that if you're interested in lobbying, that you're also available to be in the practice meeting ahead of time. So how are appointments set? The requests are made by congressional liaisons, CCL members who have taken on this role of building a relationship with their member and being the main point of contact. And so they they are in contact with the office year in and year out, not a whole lot of times, but to be they're, they're developing this relationship by being uh, the main point of contact and being a resource for the office on climate. If anybody's interested, contact me about being a liaison if you're interested. Um, most of the virtual meetings are on Zoom. Every once in a while, you've got a member of Congress who would prefer a conference phone call or some other platform, but most of them are on Zoom. Everybody's getting more and more familiar with how to use Zoom. And the meetings may be set or changed very, very close to the time you've requested the meeting. So it can be like you're on pins and needles, but it can be just uh, a week or even a few days before the date you requested that you finally have your meeting set up. So it's a part of working with Congress. The, each member is responsible for 700,000 constituents. So as you can imagine, they get a lot, a lot of requests. Um, and as I mentioned, those are generally set by liaisons. In some cases where we don't have a liaison, we have someone designated in the district who goes ahead and sets up that meeting. And then we also have a process uh, that we suggest for actually planning out what's going to be in the meeting. Once again, it's like we prepare, we're organized. We have a meeting plan template that many, many volunteers use uh, to actually prioritize their agenda. Uh, the liaisons work with the group leaders on the team. Um, they work with the other members on the team and collaborate to set up the meeting goals. Uh, our legislative staff, uh, CCL's legislative staff, in Washington, DC uh, gives suggested asks, either primary asks or secondary asks that we, are, we think are the most effective and important bills to be pushing to get our members of Congress closer to uh, solving the climate crisis and also closer to getting uh, carbon pricing through Congress. So the, the agenda generally includes several things, um, such as an appreciation, different roles for different people who are on the meeting team, and then an ask and or a supporting ask, sometimes a primary, and then sometimes we couple it with a supporting ask. Um, and in this case, I know some of you here have been to our in-person lobby meetings in Washington, DC. Um, and in fact, if you, we haven't done that since the pandemic, but when we did, we actually sent out schedules in advance and um, staff actually set up those schedules with a lot of input from volunteers. But for virtual meetings, that's not the case. The liaison, the group leader and the team create their whole team and organize that themselves. So again, you can reach out to your state coordinator or regional coordinator if you don't know who the right contact is to say, I wanna lobby. Um, and then the planning and rehearsals meetings are a very, very important part of that. 
So there are three trainings that I think are very important for any volunteer who's going to be in a meeting to try to complete. One is very important, and that's the climate advocate training. That really goes over our whole approach, the respectful lobbying, our values, our really understanding carbon pricing, um, and there's even a mock meeting within that climate advocate training. And you can find that on our main website, cclusa.org forward slash C-A-T. And I believe there's a live version of that December 4th if you have not already had your lobby meeting by that time. That's central time, I believe. And then there's two trainings that we usually have before any lobby day where our government affairs team really lays out the strategy and goes over the primary and supporting ask. So we had those two already, but they are recorded. And uh, Tamara, I'll ask you to put that in the chat in case anybody has not done that and would like to attend uh, either the CAT, the October 10th training or the November 10th training, which goes over a lot of those details. And one of the things that we developed last June, I believe, was a chart to help people go, oh, okay, so my member's a Senate Democrat or my member is a House Republican. What is the general approach there? And so this is on our supporting ask page, our primary supporting ask page. And again, um, Tamara, if I could ask you to put that in the chat as well, that page has not only this chart, but it has a downloadable ask for each of your members. And there are several um, bills that are in Congress right now that we really see as an important, uh, important bills to get passed by the end of the year. So I've noticed that because this is the year after a census, every 10 years we have a census, there's redistricting going on. A lot of our CCLers have been confused. Are we meeting with our current member of Congress or are we meeting with our future member of Congress due to the redistricting? A lot of you already know what your new district looks like and who, who is running in that election. And you probably, unless you're in California, a lot of those races haven't been decided yet. You may know who your new member is, but we are not lobbying our new members. We are lobbying our current uh, members of Congress because the bills we are asking for, only those members who are current members of Congress can vote on. And one of the things that we see, and in fact, it was really reinforced with the results from this election, are that uh, there's really a call for bipartisan and a really, really strong support of democracy as we all know it to be uh, citizen involvement. And, um, and in fact, these bills, uh, there is the Forest Act, the RISE Act, the what's called NCARS Act and the Growing Climate Solutions Act. I'm not gonna go over those today, but there are four possible bills depending on where your member is. That if we can get some or all of them passed, what that does is send a very strong message to the new members of Congress that in fact, this is what their constituents want. They want action on climate. Just look what the previous, well, I say current Congress did. If we can do that, that's the message that it sends. And we have been accomplishing a lot with this current um, Congress. So all of you should be patting yourselves on the back for being involved. Now, one of the things we're very well known for at CCL is that we like to really learn, listen, learn, and reflect what we hear our members saying in a meeting. So heavy on the listening, heavy on the reflecting skills. So we ask open-ended questions like this. 
what are the opportunities or challenges you see for climate policy in the new Congress? What questions or concerns do you have about our ask, such as the Growing Climate Solutions Act, RISE Act, Forest Act, NCARS, so that you can really listen and find out where they have questions. Sometimes you can dispel uh, a misconception they have. Sometimes you learn a lot from that in terms of, oh, okay, that's a, a roadblock for this particular member. We'll have to work on that. So by asking open-ended questions and then asking, oh, what I think I heard you say was this, or am I hearing you say you're worried about China not doing their part? Things like that. If you ask open-ended questions, you walk away knowing your member better, your member feel, feels listened to, and then you're able to move that member forward more easily the next time. Some members will say yes right away to your ask. Others are more challenging, but I wanna emphasize the more challenging members who you might not expect a yes from, or they may not ever have a yes, the fact that we went into their office or got on Zoom and were in front of them shows the desire for climate uh, action is here. And they will be less likely then to choose climate as something they wanna be divisive about in the next Congress. If they hear constituents asking for action on climate, that helps them decide, hey, that's not the issue I'm gonna be, um, I'm not gonna be as likely to fight on that issue. I may not support exactly what their bills say, but they might end up being a little bit more neutral than if you didn't get into their office. So I don't want you to be discouraged if you have a member that doesn't say yes. Um, and one of the other questions we ask is, how can we improve how we work, on, work with your office? That's a great question to ask in person, especially staffers will be very open to telling you how you can be more effective working with their office. And then also, who should we be listening to on the other side of the aisle? Are there local leaders that we should be talking to? Are there specific district issues that we're not aware of that we should be more aware of? Hopefully the groups will do a lot of homework and know that, but it's always great to ask and then clarify if you're unsure so that the, the member feels heard and you clearly understand what they're trying to tell you. Um, I find staffers especially will be very upfront with ways to improve the relationship. Um, so that is kudos. Thank you, Amy. We'll see you soon. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, Allison, it's all you. So now I will talk about the virtual conference. So our conference is happening on December 3rd and 4th, 2022. And our conference is called the CCL December Climate Conference, Going Bigger and Bolder in the Fight for a Livable Planet. And this conference will be held on Zoom. If you haven't already registered for the event, I strongly suggest that you do. Uh, we'll drop the links in the chat, or you can go to cclusa.org register. So having you register helps us to send you some reminders leading up to the event so you don't miss out on any of the important information leading up to the conference. Our goals of the conference this time are focused around getting ready for 2023. So we'll be debuting CCL's policy agenda. We're reflecting on the midterm election and what that means for our legislative strategy. And we're preparing volunteers with all the tools they'll need to get ready to work in 2023. So our conference is officially two days, Saturday and Sunday, December 3rd and 4th, but we also have a reception on Friday, December 2nd. So I'll go into more detail in a minute, but let's just start here with an overview of the whole weekend. 
So Friday, the reception starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll have an action team fair on Friday night as well. That will start at 8 p.m. Eastern. The main day of the conference starts on Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern and goes through until 5 p.m. Eastern. And Sunday, we have some seminars that start at 1 p.m. Eastern and they vary in length. So when you register for the conference, all activities from Friday through Sunday are included. Of course, we know you are all very busy people. We hope you can join us for the whole conference, but whatever you're able to come to, we welcome you. You know, you can drop in and out of sessions that you're able to attend. And we are recording sessions too. So if there's something you missed or if there's something you wanna rewatch, um, you'll be able to catch that on our YouTube page and on CCL community. So um, going forward, pretty much all the information I'm sharing with you today, you should be able to find on our conference landing page, cclusa.org slash fall conference. And the link should be in the chat as well. So uh, a description of the conference, all of our speakers and the program, um, that's pretty much where you'll find everything and what I'm going through today. So digging in a little bit more into what to expect each day. So Friday, we have our fun reception, and this will be a time to meet with other CCL volunteers and some CCL staff. We'll have a dance room, which Tamara is hosting. I know she's excited about that. We'll have a trivia room and a room just to sit back and chat with each other. We'll also go over a few conference logistics so you're ready to go on Saturday. And then the action team fair will start at 8 p.m. Eastern. The action team fair will give you a chance to visit with participating action teams to learn about their mission and the types of projects that they work on. So the fair is 45 minutes long and the teams are preparing for 15 minute presentation slots. So you can potentially visit up to three action teams. So Tamara dropped the link in the chat for CCL action teams. So I would suggest taking a look around at the teams that we have not all of the teams are participating in the fair, but maybe jot down a few that you're interested in visiting during the action team fair that Friday night. So then Saturday, we get ready to kick off the main day of the conference at 1 p.m. Eastern. This year, we have the former Congressman from Florida, Carlos Curbelo as our keynote speaker. Representative Curbelo was a climate champion while in Congress. So we're excited to have him back to speak with us. And then what else do we have planned for Saturday? Well, a lot as usual in CCL fashion. So Madeline Para, our executive director will be de delivering opening remarks before Representative Curbelo speaks. And then we move into CCL's legislative strategy with our DC team, Ben Pendergrass, our vice president of government affairs and Jen Tyler, our senior director of government, Af government affairs. And they'll be talking about our strategy post-election. So what's the makeup of Congress and how does that impact our work? Then Dana Nucitelli, our research coordinator, will speak next to talk about the long-awaited CCL policy agenda for 2023. After Dana does the overview of the policy agenda, then we'll have breakout sessions that will go deeper into each area of the policy agenda. After the breakouts, we come back together as one group and we'll hear from CCL staff on how to put it all together and putting it into action. So you'll have learned the legislative strategy and the science behind the policies, but now how do we act on it? What can we bring back to our chapters? Then we'll close out the conference with a volunteer keynote from Gigi Santo, who's an amazing 17 year old group leader in Florida. So she's really rocking and rolling in Florida at such a young age. And I really can't wait to hear her story and some tips that she might have for us. 
And then we'll tie a bow on Saturday with remarks from a couple of members of Congress to be announced. So it is a lot, but like I said earlier, come to what you can, you know, what sounds interesting to you. We designed this conference so that you can come away fully prepared to get to work in 2023. So again, I'd love for you to come for the whole thing, but you can always catch those recordings afterward if you miss anything or you wanna rewatch. So a little bit more detail about those breakout sessions around our policy agenda. So we'll have four choices of breakouts at 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, December 3rd. So the four breakout choices will be carbon pricing, carbon border adjustment mechanisms, clean energy permitting reform, building electrification and efficiency, and healthy forests. So these four sessions happen at the same time, so you can only pick one to watch live. So a good idea could be to ask members in your chapter, number one, make sure they're registered for the conference and make sure they are. <laughs> and then number two, figure out you know, within your chapter who can attend each session so that you have them all covered. And then maybe at your next chapter meeting, you can come together and report back to each other on the session that you didn't get to attend. So then we also um, have Sunday seminars on December 4th. So these are seminars that are a little longer than our regular conference sessions and go a little deeper into a certain topic. So we have four choices that all start at 4 p.m. East, uh, sorry, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, and they vary in length from one and a half to two and a half hours. So we have one about conservative climate action pillars where Rich Powell, the CEO of ClearPath Action will be joining us. Then we have a session on the Inflation Reduction Act details and implementation. So this will cover how local municipalities can take advantage of the IRA programs. We have a session to help your chapter be more inclusive, which is led by our diversity and inclusion department, as well as our membership intern. And finally, we have the climate advocate training that Amy mentioned earlier as well. So that's CCL's basic training that new volunteers are encouraged to attend or um, seasoned volunteers can also go if they need a refresher. So if you plan to lobby this fall, the climate advocate training is a required training. Um, and it's fun, like Amy said, you get to participate in a mock lobby meeting so you can practice the skills you learn in the training and you know, practice those roles as a citizen lobbyist. Okay, a couple more things. Uh, so a few other shout outs of things happening at the conference. There are a few states and regions who are planning social gatherings during the conference days. So I would check back on the program page on the conference website. They will be included on the, you know, in the program as they're planned. So, so far I know that the Mountain West region is planning a gathering on Friday the 2nd. So that's the day of the reception and any other states or regions that are having a gathering, I'll be adding those to the program. There's also a virtual mixer for students. So higher ed and students under 18 are welcome to that. And that will be on Saturday, December 3rd when the conference ends at 5 p.m. Eastern. So just another reminder about CCL's social media. Here are our handles once again. So be sure to follow us on any of the platforms that you use. And during the conference, um, you know, be sure to tag us in any of your posts, any of your photos and posts and use the conference hashtags that you see here. We love to see what you're excited about during the conference and you know, what you're tuning into. So um, I think we'll have time for some questions, but I just wanna let you know what to expect next. So if you are registered for the conference, which again, please go register, 
You should be receiving a few reminder emails from CCL headquarters next week and the week leading up to the conference. And those emails will have any final details about the conference and it will give you instructions on how to access the conference on Zoom. So in general, you can go to the conference landing page and look at the program section and there will be little buttons next to each program item that say join and you'll be able to click that button and it will open it up in Zoom for you. Um, and be sure to update your Zoom application to the latest version before the conference for the best experience. So thanks so much. That's really all I had to share, um, but I'm, I welcome your questions. You can put them in the chat or raise your virtual hand. And I'm also available via email at conference.inbox at citizensclimate.org if you think of any questions after this call. Thanks, Allison. So again, any questions that you have for Allison, uh, feel free to ask those in the chat or raise your hand or you can just go crazy and unmute yourself too. Just live large, go big, do it, I dare you. <laughs> Conference.inbox at Citizens Climate, right, Allison? Yes. Okay, there is her uh, inbox there for the conference. And um, there it is on big blue screen too, if you like <laughs> have it in big white font instead. We like to, and we aim to please here at CCL. So we're going to give you a few moments, a few more moments for questions, and then we're going to give you half an hour of your life back. I have a quick question, Allison. Yeah, Alex, hi. Hi, I also emailed you today. Um, so I was wondering what the conference costs um, if, if one was to stay at the Omni uh, in June. Yes, um, I did see your email. I did not have a chance to answer you yet. So yep. this conference is virtual. Our next um, in-person conference in DC uh, will be in June at the Omni Shoreham Hotel again. Um, I'll respond to you, Alex. I don't know how much our hotel room is off the top of my head. Um, I think it is around the same rate that we had last year, which I think was $289 a night, I want to say. Um, but I will double check and, and respond to you. Thank you so much for your committed climate action, for being here, Allison. Thank you for all of the efforts that you put into the conference. We know how much work it is. Thank you for listening to this episode of Citizens Climate Lobby's training program. You can tune into more episodes anywhere podcasts are available. Inspired by what you heard today? Join Citizens Climate Lobby to advocate for bipartisan climate solutions. Go to community.citizensclimate.org to find more trainings, resources, your local chapter, national action teams, discussion forums, and more. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Citizens Climate. We also invite all of our listeners to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiration. Like what you hear? Recommend us to your friends and make sure to give us a five-star rating. It helps us show up on other listeners' feeds. Feel free to pass on any suggestions for future episodes in the comments as well. And together, we are creating the political will for a livable world.